0: This is a very special Creative Spirits Podcast. I'm your host Cheryl Benji. Today my guest is Elizabeth Kaysen. She is one of my collectors and I met her at a mom's retreat and I listened to her touching story about her son Graham and how he left the world And little did I know that we would have such a connection and I would be asked to create a painting in memory of her son. Working on that piece was very touching for me and it was very emotional because I'm also a mother. working with Elizabeth was very special she was not only beautiful on the outside but also on the inside with her kindness and her grace her strength and courage and love there was just so much to her and I really enjoyed Working with her. And I am so grateful that she agreed to be on my podcast. I know it must have been challenging for her, but it really was important to me for people to hear how art can heal from a collector's perspective and Elizabeth was able to share her experience in such a beautiful way and this podcast was one of my favorite episodes. I I really did enjoy it and Although it was emotional for me as well, I feel there are so many words of inspiration and just touching moments and I feel you will come away from this podcast with so much. So please stay tuned. Listening to the Creative Spirits Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl Benji. I'm an artist, art educator, and creative coach. I'm here to share my journey and experience with you. I also interview other artists and creatives and share their words of wisdom. I believe we were all born to create. It just takes a little bit of practice, patience, and persistence to get to where you want to be. So please stay tuned for a magical episode. Hi Elizabeth. Hi. Thank you for being here with me today. I really appreciate it. It means of a lot. Of course. Uh, I'm happy to be here. So I'm excited. I'm excited too. I am proud to say you are one of my collectors and you have the painting behind you for anyone who's watching on my YouTube channel and that you commissioned me to create a piece in memory of your son, Graham. Why did you choose me to do this for you? Well, it's funny because you weren't my first
1: choice. (laughs) I knew this was something that I wanted to do not long after um, Graham left us. And I had contacted someone um, that works with ashes that he um, is well known in the TikTok world. Um, But I just, the thought of trusting, and this guy was very nice, but the thought of trusting a stranger with something so precious held me back. Yeah. And so not long after all that went on, um, I met you at a retreat in San Diego yeah. and, uh, you know, I'll never forget you were, you walked in, I think you came in after I got there and, yeah. and you were like an all white with like, did you have like a white fedora on or something like that? Yes. <laughs> yes. And I remember, and you had like your sketchbook and I just thought you just emanated peace. And I remember thinking it was like a little angel, you know, and I was remember thinking, I want to be this woman, you know, I want her peace. You know, I I thought, why, you know, she's just you have this peace that the way you speak, um, the way you communicate, it's very peaceful. Um, And of course, it was only later after we spent some time together hiking um, and doing other things that I I realized I had an opportunity that was placed in front of me. And I just prayed that you would agree uh, to do this for me. So once you agreed, um, I was so grateful. I mean, the issue of trust, that was the biggest thing that was holding me back. I didn't have any problem with trust with you. I knew I could trust you. I mean, I knew you would treat Graham's ashes with reverence from start to finish, uh, which you did. I I remember you even sent pictures of the little tiny area of honor that you kept him in. And I just wasn't expecting that level of, of care and looking back i know this would never have happened if i wouldn't have trusted anyone else with this type of work well, i have tears in my eyes right now <laughs> that was really well sweet. it's it's true it's it's so true you know it was really it it just it was just placed in my lap
0: you so I'm
1: forever grateful.
0: Thank you. (laughs) Um, I'm really touched. And tell us more about Graham and who he was. I know who he was, but I want you to tell (laughs) our viewers and our audience.
1: Sure. Um, Graham is the oldest of my two boys. Um, I say is not was because death doesn't change, um, you know, that, he'll always be my child. Um, So Graham from a very young age was uh, fiercely independent, um, but extremely laid back in a strange way. Uh, But he was quirky, but that's what made him special. That's what I loved about him. Um, He loved the Lord. His Bible was filled with little bookmarks and um, highlights um, of Bible verses. Um, when I went through his phone um, after he uh, passed away, there were screenshots of Bible verses up until, you know the day he died. Um, so that makes me feel good. Um, but he loved sunsets. Um, he loved the outdoors wherever we went, whether it was the lake, the beach, um, Alaska, um, any body of water, he was there. Um, if he could, he would be fishing. He loved to fish. He loved animals. Um, he had such a kind heart and, uh, but he was sensitive. He was a very sensitive soul. And so I know sensitive people, um, sometimes they have a harder time And yes, he liked helping his friends when they were going through difficult times, but he never wanted to open up and talk to anyone about what he was going through and what was bothering him. And he was a stuffer. You know what a stuffer is? Uh (laughs) A stuffer is someone that, you know, they take everything that's bothering them and they stuff it like into little drawers like, or into a backpack and one day it gets so full
0: that it bursts yeah you know mm, that and, must be me as well <laughs> or used to be me <laughs> I used yes. to keep Yeah, and, yeah.
1: I know I and he told me one time you know he just doesn't he can't open up he just doesn't talk and it's not just me he didn't talk to he had trouble talking to anyone in general even his therapists, um, he just had trouble opening up. And so, as a teenager, uh, when he started experimenting with alcohol, um, drugs, he realized that uh, those substances can momentarily ease your anxiety, your depression. Um, it felt good, and uh, you know, COVID only exacerbated those issues for him. Um,
0: Yeah. Uh, Like with many, I feel, mm -hmm. children, teenagers, it really had an effect Yes,
1: And, you know, alcohol and marijuana, I know, were common in his friend group, but pills were not the norm. Um, But less than a month after he graduated from high school, he spent the night with a friend. Um, The parents were there the parents allowed the children to drink in their home. I'm not judging the parents. That's um, a whole nother story, but um, I'm not judging that family's decision. Uh, But around around midnight, Graham ordered um, some oxycodone from a dealer. Uh, He paid with the cash app Mm -hmm. and uh, the dealer delivered the pills. Um, He took two. His friend took two, Um, his friend, it was fine, but Graham never woke up. And the autopsy determined there was no oxycodone in his system, only fentanyl. Yeah. And so we lost him.
0: Yeah. And and we've heard of, unfortunately, many stories like this. Mm happening to these young kids and I've have warned my, um, two teenagers as well. And, um, yeah, I'm, I, I'm sorry for your loss and, um, for what you had to go through, um, with this and, um, you know, I look at the painting behind you and how you were talking about how he loved the sunset, which I love as well, and the beach and water, which I also love. And I can't get over how aligned we are and how it was just so meant to be. And I mean, it's making me emotional because when I was working on it. It was just such a surreal experience for me about how things work out. And, um, you know, I've had challenges as we've talked about with my own teenage son and how we connected in that way. And so I am grateful for you, for the gift you have given me and the opportunity. And um, it was just a really beautiful experience. And to share your story and have the courage to do that. I appreciate it. And I, I feel like more parents need to be aware and um, to hear these stories so we can prevent um, things mm-hmm. like this happening to others. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um. So while I was working on His piece, there were times I felt his presence. Like I said, it was the most surreal and touching commission piece I ever worked on. What did it mean for you?
1: Oh, honestly, I think during that time, um, it was the only thing that brought me joy um, during those months. Um, I would share your video updates with my family, my friends you always added such meaningful and uplifting music to, um, to your videos. And I could see you working through those videos. I could see you actively working with the materials on your canvas. And it was strange, but I felt like Graham was being taken care of, um, in a way I can't explain, um, never worried about him being across the country in California which would not be the case if he were here today. (laughs) Um, But I think you know grief is such a lonely, lonely road especially for parents who lose a child. Eventually um, your friends stop checking on you. They think life goes on but you're still stuck in that timeline you're still stuck on that day and there were times when the grief was so heavy that I could barely breathe from the weight of it um, when people say that they're not exaggerating um, looking back I think I feel like you kind of helped me carry that my grief during that time and that meant so much to me,
0: and I remember you mentioned that going through this journey of creating a piece of art in memory of Graham was so healing at you, and that you never thought art could be so healing. What did you mean by that? Because I talk about well, it all the time, but I want to hear from you. you. Do. Yeah. Yes, uh, I mean you know people told me
1: um, losing a child is the worst thing that can happen to someone, and they're right. Uh, but when you lose someone tragically, there's a lot of darkness that surrounds um, it, I think. You have so many unanswered questions and so much guilt. And I'm sorry. Okay. You have to live with that the rest of your life. So sending you pictures. Pictures and videos of Graham was oh so hard but it reminded me that what happened to him was not who he was and he was much more than that and the process of having a piece of of him of his heart um made in his honor this painting um helped me to see that going through those pictures. Um, it was hard and I know for you it was, a, you were probably very frustrated with me because it took me such a long time to get through mm-hmm. this. But, um, you know, when I look at that painting, I remember the best of, of us, you know, being on the beach with my kids and watching the sunset, you know, um, and seeing something beautiful emerge from this horrible event, um, was healing for me.
0: It was just, it was very healing. And how did you feel when you received the piece and saw it for the first time? Oh, I am ashamed to
1: say that it took me a couple of months to open that box. I, I just didn't have the courage. Mm -hmm. I had never seen, um, Graham's ashes, um, my husband handled everything from start to finish, um, mailed everything to you, um, and um, he made sure I did not see them. I don't know why I did not want to see them. Um, maybe I was avoiding reality. Um, but one day, out of the blue, I just said, "Okay, let's open it. Let's let's. It's time. Let's open the box." And I thought we would all just cry, and you know, be so sad, but. I thought my younger son would cry. I thought I would cry. I mean, losing your only brother at 16 is tough. Yeah. And, um, but no one cried. (laughs) We all smiled. The painting was beautiful. It captured Graham's spirit. And and now I feel like, although some of Graham's ashes are buried in a cemetery, um, I don't feel like I have to go to that cemetery to honor him um we feel his presence every day in our home and it is a positive presence and that is just that's a gift
0: that's that's really special i loved hearing that because i i didn't hear that part of it yet you know i heard you told me about how it was hard for you mm-hmm. to open the box you hadn't opened it yet so it means a lot to me to hear um, your guys' reaction mm. after. And do you have any words of wisdom for people out there who may be going through a difficult or challenging time and how art could help them in some way? Yeah,
1: yeah. you know, I don't believe that art heals the brokenhearted. Um, I believe that art helps us to express our emotions, our pain, and that is what is healing. Um, I wish I could tell you that it was possible to exchange your sorrow, your anxiety, your grief, you know, for this piece of art. <laughs> it doesn't work that way. Um, it cool. would be nice to wrap up that this podcast with a nice little bow and say that, but it—it, it, I would be lying. <laughs> yeah. um, but I think expressing our emotions through art Helps ease our pain. It helps make those difficult times more bearable, um, more manageable. And I'm grateful to have worked with you um, because in this piece of art, you've really captured my grief, but also my joy. And I don't know if you're familiar with Khalil Gibran. Yes, but um, he's one of my favorite authors. And he said joy and sorrow were, I think, inseparable. Um, that what brings us joy is is the same things that bring us sorrow. And, um, you know, to most people, this looks like a painting of a family on a beach, watching the sun go down, but it's so much more than that to me.
0: Oh, my heart is beautiful. (laughs) Um, how do you want Graham to be remembered? Oh,
1: that's such a hard question to answer. Um when I think of uh when I think of him, um I remember what a gentle soul he had. Um and you could tell by his beautiful smile. And I think the love his family for the beach um, for fishing and of course his beloved dog Sam who is still here sitting right next to me <laughs> um, I believed he loved the dog more than he loved any of us put together because most of the photos on his phone were of his dog <laughs> and not his family um, not long before he died he told me I he said I prayed every day for years that Sam would live until I graduated from high school. And uh, I think many will remember Graham because he shared the word of God with him. Um, After he died, one of his friends told me that he was contemplating suicide at one point until Graham started bringing him to youth group. Um, I think for many of Graham's friends in, in our community, he will be remembered as the wake-up call um, that, you know, was needed to take fentanyl poisoning uh, seriously, Um, because before Graham died, um, there was little talk of fentanyl in our community. We live in a pretty small um, city in northern Louisiana, and, um, you know, even I believed fentanyl poisoning, that's something that happens to Addicts living on the street in big cities. Um, you know, I shouldn't be concerned about that. I've sent my kids to the good schools. I take them to church. They've been involved in soccer practice, you know. Um, but since then, um, many people have told me that Graham's death really made them take fentanyl seriously. Yeah. And um, how do I want him to be remembered? I want him to be remembered as he's pictured um, in your beautiful piece of art, um, sitting on that beach with his loved ones, um, with a smile on his face as he takes in um, the beauty of the sunset. Um, And I think I like to remember him sitting there on the beach contemplating God and, and the beauty of nature.
0: Elizabeth, thank you for being on my podcast. This was one of the most touching ones I've done, Mm -hmm. and I appreciate your time and your honesty and everything you shared. Um, I know it's not easy, and I really loved having you and i love having you as a friend and that we have this bond together now so thank yes, you I do oh i appreciate you more than you
1: know i will always be grateful for what you've given me thank you
0: thank you for listening to today's creative spirits podcast If you would like to get to know me better, you can go to my website, CherylBenji.com, or follow me on Instagram at CherylBenji underscore art. If you would like a creative coaching session with me, please contact me through my website. You can also join my Creative Spirits Facebook group or Saturday Night Live Art Shows Facebook group. Please follow and share with anyone that might be interested in this podcast. It would mean the world to me. I believe in the butterfly effect and spreading the good vibes into the universe. You never know who you will impact by sharing. Love and light and magic always.